also the nosy, rosy neighbor who always sticks their nose in it and says, oh yeah, you know what? You can save a lot of money by not having a viewing or things like that. Welcome to the Funeral Strategy and Marketing Show. Join Robin Heppel where he pulls back the curtain and shares his thoughts and insights from his practical experience in a hyper-competitive funeral market and his expertise in online marketing and websites for funeral homes. Whether you agree with Hep or not, he will surely make you think. Welcome to the Funeral Strategy and Marketing Show. I'm your host, Robin Heppel. In today's show, we're going to be talking about the differences between opinion and advice. Now, before I get into that topic, I just want to let you know to stick around to the end of the episode because I'm going to be sharing with you one of my favorite free resources that uh, every funeral home could use. And you know what? It saved my butt more than once, probably a dozen times. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Now, first, let's get back into the topic of today, which is the difference between opinions and advice. And I think this is really important because we get bombarded by people's opinions. People being the do-gooder and, you know, sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. But you know what? Over time, people with their opinions, sometimes others will then start to receive that information as advice. And I really want to separate the difference here because this can uh, help you both when you're bringing in information and also when you're giving information. So I want to share with you a little bit of a story and uh, probably most of you haven't heard the story before, so it'll be, uh, it'll be somewhat interesting. Uh, now, most of you know that uh, when I was 18, right out of high school, uh, my head still had my dreams of becoming a professional hockey player in the NHL, being a goalie. I was a goalie. And I had gone out to Ontario to work at a hockey school. And uh, while I was there, I stayed at the funeral home at uh, Egan's in Bolton, Ontario, and, you know, Grandpa and Uncle Paul's rule was uh, if you can eat and sleep, you can work. So that's why I worked around the funeral home. But for a few weeks there, I went and worked at the uh, hockey school. And the hockey school was uh, was great, and it was just kind of my way of getting to know some people there. And, uh, you know, just if there's a chance of, you know, picking, getting picked up by a team or, you know, just seeing how it worked there. Anyway, uh, the summer was coming to a close, and I'd already have my plans to come and play hockey back in, uh, in BC. And uh, we're sitting around the dressing room, and we're kind of going around, and guys are saying, like, where are they going to play? And, you know, just different guys are saying, well, I'm going to play here, I'm going to play there, I'm going to college or whatever. And so they get to me, and I say, oh, well, uh, I'm going to play in, uh, in Fort St. John, BC with Richie Webb. And uh, now when we had just finished that previous spring uh, playing in the, in the BC – provincial championships, so kind of like the state championships, and we lost. Uh, we lost to a team from Burnaby, which is just outside of Vancouver, and uh, we lost to Joe Sackick's team. So you probably know, if you're a hockey fan, Joe Sackick was the uh, captain of the Colorado Avalanche for years and uh, hoisted a few Stanley Cups, and so uh, he scored a couple goals on me. Anyway, <laughs> not that we're talking about Joe but uh, so this guy in the dressing room says, you're going to Fort St. John, you, you know, from little timid Victoria where it's super mild and you don't even have to shovel snow and stuff like that. Uh, he goes, Fort St. John is going to eat you up and spit you out and uh, you don't want to go up there. And you know what I did? I took his advice or what I thought was advice and I changed my plane ticket and uh, decided to fly right back <clears throat> to Victoria, and I ended up playing uh, 
a lower level of junior hockey here and started my apprenticeship at McCall's uh, shortly thereafter that. So uh, now I have absolutely no regrets. I love my life. I love my career. And uh, But things would have been a lot different if I would have gone to Fort St. John. Uh, who knows what would happened. Maybe I would have been uh, uh, ended up still working uh, for Rick Hamry up there at the funeral home. But uh, things would have been different. So, and, you know, life just went on. And about 10 years later, uh, myself and uh, three buddies from high school, we all went down to Vegas. And it was actually the U.S. Thanksgiving long weekend. And uh, we got some great deals. And we went down there. And we're sitting around the hotel room. And, you know, we'd all gone off in our different directions. Uh, I was the only one living in Victoria. A couple of the guys were in Vancouver. And one of the guys was in Toronto. And uh, so we got together. And we're just talking about, uh, you know, where we kind of went right out of high school. I don't know how it came up. And we all played sports. And I'd probably gone further than the other guys did in uh, in their sports. And uh, so they said, well, like, whatever happened? Like, how come, you know, what would have taken to make the NHL? And so I kind of explained the story, what I just told you. <clears throat> and what, ha- what, um, what I found out was, you know, as I'm telling the story, uh, you know, I said, and this guy, you know, said, uh, oh, you don't want to go there. You don't, <clears throat> you don't want to go to Fort St. John. And I said, oh, well, you know, this guy, this, there's this assistant coach. He's from uh, a small, uh, like, college in Alberta. And, and uh, he says, well, who was he? Was he? And my friend kept on just hammering. Was he anyone? Had he made the NHL? Was he, a, like, was he an NHL coach or NHL scout? And I said, no. Well, then why would you take his opinion? And boom. It hit 10 years later. It just hit me. And, you know, from that point on, I've always been cautious of uh, the difference between an opinion and advice. And I took someone's opinion that I thought was advice. And if you look it up, look the two terms up in the dictionary, and um, although they get intercha- interchanged quite a bit, um, there, is, there is quite a difference. So the reason why I want to tell you this is that, um, you know, people are impressionable in different you know, different parts of the life or just in a day-to-day basis. You know, whether it's family members, friends, or coworkers, you're, you're probably getting lots of opinions. You know, they, what they say, you know, opinions are like a nose. Everyone has one. And um, you just need to make sure that you filter those and make sure if you're taking someone's opinion, you, um, you, you take it as such. Uh, if you're taking someone's advice, you know, people who may be a bit more qualified to give advice would be someone like a brain surgeon. Now, Maybe they haven't um, gone, you know, maybe they haven't gone through brain surgery on themselves, but they've gone through all the, uh, all the training and uh, education that they need to perform that. And hopefully, if you ever need one, you get someone with a great track record. And so I kind of came up with this quote where it is, uh, never take advice from someone who doesn't have what you want or doesn't have the experience or the education to get you re- the results that you need. And I really, really live by that. Now, um, and just to be, you know, to be open, you know, sometimes I'm giving, uh, you know, this could be perceived as advice or it could be perceived as opinion. And and I'm always very careful when I'm writing my articles. Uh, I'm not just pulling stuff out of the air. So based on a lot of my experience, now uh, I had the great fortune of, well, I was working at McCall's to, uh, you know, it was a high volume uh, faci- uh, facility. So over my you know, 20 years of working there, uh, I probably embalmed over 500 bodies. I've uh, 
I've made over a thousand arrangements, worked on over a thousand, probably a couple thousand funerals or services. And uh, also for 10, 10 of those years, I was also at the same time uh, in managing the pre-need department and wrote over a thousand contracts. So, uh, and that wasn't enough. I actually then went back to school. I went to Royal Roads, got my business degree in entrepreneurial management, uh, you know, just to kind of round that out. And since that time, I've been studying marketing and strategy and just you listening to me right now is just some of the results of the marketing that I've done. So now I'm not saying always take uh, my advice and I'm always uh, very cautious if, if it's something that people are asking me that I don't have expertise on, I say, you know what, I'll, I can give you my opinion, but uh, you know, take it as such as, you know, that won't be advice. And uh, like, so say if you want to get a valuation for your funeral home to see how much the business is worth. I'm not the guy to talk to. There's uh, you know, a few other people within the industry that are super smart on that, and you should go seek them for that advice. But, um, but also, too, this ends up uh, for you because when you're in a situation day-to-day talking to families, uh, you have the opportunity to give advice to people. And you know what it's like because maybe the families come in from being at hospice and you know, that the hospice counselor said, oh, you know what, you can save a lot of money. You don't need to have a viewing. Come and, you know, come and view um, your loved one here and say goodbye here. Or, you know, you don't really need that. You don't need to have a service. You can just have a quiet memorial service. Well, those are just opinions from someone. Someone sticking their nose where it doesn't belong. You know what, those, and I'm not picking on hospice people, but they can give you great advice for that last part of someone's life and how to interact with uh, the person who's terminally ill, and how to make sure that they're comfortable. That is advice from them, and I would seek that advice from them. I would not seek funeral advice from them, but unfortunately, they give funeral opinions all the time. Also, the nosy, rosy neighbor who always sticks their nose in it and says, oh yeah, you know what, you can save a lot of money by not having a viewing or things like that. So I've even used this rule, this maxim of mine, uh, with families. Now, I, I'm not blunt about it as, as blunt I'm being here, but I'll say, you know what, you're going to be, uh, you've got a lot of decisions to make, and, uh, you know, we're here to uh, provide you some advice on that. Feel free to bounce any ideas off of us. Lots of people are going to give you their opinions, but everyone's situation is different, and, uh, you know, we've dealt with uh, hundreds or thousands of families like you, and we know that we can do the best thing that, it, uh, that we can for you and your situation, so just make sure you ask a lot of questions, and, and we can help you go in the right direction. So try, just try that, uh, because uh, they're, they're getting bombarded by, bombarded by opinions all the time, and we have to be careful um, that we don't let those opinions override our professional advice that we can give them. So I hope that uh, helps. You know, that's just a, just a little story kind of tying in where I kind of learned this, maybe learned it the hard way, but... Um, also how I uh, apply it, you know, apply it today and how you can apply it. So, uh, you know, think about that and, uh, you know, I'd love to know your thoughts. Now, I'd also just like to keep you up to date on what's happening here at the Funeral Futures headquarters. So um, we've opened the registration for the Funeral Boot Camp and it's going to be in September, September 9th, 10th, and 11th in Cleveland. And uh, it's going to be great. This Funeral Boot Camp is going to be for, if you want to super, supercharge 
your web presence and your website. And uh, it's not just for funeral managers and owners. If you have someone looking after that part of your business, looking after your social media, then uh, you know they're probably the best person from your firm to attend. I've actually got it right here on my uh, on my whiteboard, just kind of mapping it out. And here are just all the different topics for it's, it's three days. So we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, whether it's uh, we're, we're going to be talking about search engine optimization. We're going to be talking about social media, online uh, reputation management, uh, how to get uh, uh, how to get reviews online and, and all that. And, and it's all going to be how do you do it yourself. So we're not selling anything to you. These are going to be the steps, you know, the step-by-steps. I'm going to be sharing a lot of the training that I give my own team for the things that we do for our clients but uh, just showing you how you can do it yourselves. So, you know, we can't serve everyone, but I, hopefully we can teach as many people as we can. And um, the other thing, too, is uh, just doing some, maybe it's some late spring cleaning, but, uh, you know, I've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of domains with GoDaddy. And I thought, you know what, I'm not going uh, to hoard these. I'm not going to use some of these. Some of, you know, some of them I've had for, you know, five, six, seven years thinking, oh, that would be a great idea. And you know what I've done right lately is I've really honed in our service offerings. So we're solely focusing on marketing for funeral homes and providing education in that, in that area. And obviously with that, there's going to be some, some strategy as well. But uh, lots of other ideas that I had, you know what, I'm going to put them to rest. So what I've done is I've created a page, and uh, it's on uh, funeralgeeks.com. That's going to be one of the sites that we send uh, send you for technology and things like that. Funeral Futurist is going to be more for on the consulting side and, you know, kind of my ideas. But at funeralgeeks.com forward slash domains for sale with the hyphens in between, you'll see a link below. And you can just check out some of the domains. Um, uh, Most of them are below the appraised price. So, uh, you know, you can just snatch them up if you think you could use it. Great. I don't... uh, you know, I'm not. I don't want to sit on these things anymore. And m- maybe someone else can, uh, who wants to put them in action, could could use them. And hey, that's awesome. So, I'd also like to get your feedback and to see if you have any burning questions about strategy, competition, marketing. You know, just let me know. Just around this video here, just leave a comment, or at the bottom of uh, at the page uh, on the side, you'll see where it says uh, you know, leave a me- voice message. And there's a, it's called SpeakPipe. It's a, another free resource that I'll talk about at some time. And you can just leave a recording, and I can either play the play your question and answer it, uh, or I can just uh, state it. Let me know if you want me to keep your name anonymous or not. Uh, no problem there. But uh, I think this will be a great platform for me to answer some of your questions. Uh, you can also, now this uh, my podcast is on iTunes, so feel free to give it a review. You know, five stars would be awesome. Uh, and you can just do that. You can do it right on your phone, too. Now, back to uh, my quick tip that uh, I mentioned at the beginning. Uh, the free resource that I want to tell you about is Dropbox. Now, Dropbox, probably a lot of you use it now, um, but some of you may not. And uh, I just want to let you know that it's it's awesome to use. Dropbox uh, is basically uh, online file storage. So just like you have file folders on your computer, like on your C drive or D drive, uh, Dropbox is like another folder that is it's also, it's on your computer, but it's also copied into the cloud, and it syncs to the cloud. And what what I use it for is if I'm creating a presentation, so I might be working on my 
uh, PC at, on, at my desk and create a PowerPoint presentation. I save it to Dropbox. And then when I open up my Mac, it syncs and that PowerPoint presentation is there and I can present the, the presentation. So just in that in itself has been awesome. I used to have to like email myself the presentation or use a thumb drive and I don't have to do that anymore with Dropbox. Now you can also use it amongst your team. We use it within our team. And uh, what you can do there is just you're sharing a file or you're working on a file together. You're not ever, you're not always emailing the file and then waiting and getting the person to make their changes and emailing it back. So it's much easier for collaboration. And another use that you could use is for dealing with families. So maybe a family wants to send you all their photos. And you know what it's like where you get an e- like five different emails with five images each, right? Maybe, you know, maybe it's ten, and you got to then download each one. You know what? Show them how to use Dropbox or ask them if they use Dropbox, and uh, they can. a lot of people do. You'd be surprised. Probably 10%, 20% of the people would probably know how to use Dropbox if they're computer savvy, for sure. And you can, they can just share all those fold files right there. Boom. Once they sync to your computer, you've got them all. You can then give them back a copy of the video right there. You know, anything that's uh, over two or three megabytes. Um, most email programs only allow you to do five megabytes, 10 megabytes. If you use Gmail or Google Apps, you can do 25 megabytes, but that's the, that's the max. And videos are much more than that. And if someone's sending you 25, 30, 50 images for a video slideshow, uh, that's going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be a megabyte each or more. So, you know, well over 25. So Dropbox, uh, you can just go uh, go to Google and go Dropbox, just search Dropbox for funeral homes. You'll find a video that I created, and you can even just go to, uh, to make it easy, um, funeraldropbox.com, and I'll take you there for, um, uh, for you to get a free trial, or not even trial, it's free. Now, if you go over the uh, limit, then uh, you have to pay, or you start referring people, and uh, you build up your capacity that way. So you can... Uh, uh, as the, much, the more you share it, the more space you get. So that's Dropbox. Uh, just search for uh, Dropbox for Funeral Homes on Google, and you'll find my video about that. Now, I just want to leave you with um, just my little challenge. So my challenge today, uh, it's pretty simple. Just beware of the uh, information that comes into you in the forms of opinions or advice, and also the information that, that comes out of you. And is that, are you just giving an opinion or are you giving it uh, advice? And, um, and just be careful that you know the difference between the two, uh, both inward and outward. And just see how many times it does it and see my, how many times people want to bestow what they think is advice, but really it's just their opinion. And, uh, you know, if you're going to accept it, make sure that, um, you know, if someone's going to give you an opinion on a restaurant, that's, uh, that's okay. But uh, if they're going to give you uh, some opinion on something that could be life-changing, um, then I think I'd shop around for a bit better advice. Anyway, that's just my thought. Um, once again, thanks for spending time with me here. Uh, I'm really enjoying this. Um, you know, my goal for you is so, is for you to serve more families so that then they can experience better funerals. And uh, if you can do that, then I'm doing my job. Uh, so make sure you check back soon for another episode of the Funeral Strategy and Marketing Show. This is Robin Heppel. This has been another episode of the Funeral Strategy and Marketing Show with Robin Heppel. To ask a question or leave a comment, visit FuneralFuturist.com. 
To make sure that you never miss another episode, you can subscribe for free on iTunes.